Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast brought to you by Prospects, the graduate careers experts. My name is Henry Godfrey Evans. If you feel like some of the content we covered today helped you, then check out the rest of our podcast episodes. But for today's episode, we are covering the topic of clearing. We're going to interview Matthew Bridge, who's an admissions officer at the University of Sussex, and hopefully he'll be able to answer any of the questions you have, whether it's just one or two, or whether you know nothing on clearing. Clearing can be quite a stressful series of events, but we like to emphasise that there is a lot of options out there, more than you realise. And what's more, it's actually a simpler process than people think it is. Either way, knowledge is power, and that's what Matthew is here to do today, is provide you with that knowledge. So, Matthew, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, hello. Um, my name's Matthew Bridge. I'm the Deputy Undergraduate Admissions Officer at the University of Sussex. Um, I've worked at Sussex within admissions for about six years now, and this will be my seventh clearing. Uh, I joined Sussex about two weeks before clearing started in the summer of 2016. So it's a bit of a baptism of fire, but I've got uh, quite a bit of experience now of working throughout clearing. So. I guess this is what everyone's been waiting for. What is the system of clearing and how does it work? Of course, yeah. So it it works in slightly different ways for for different people, depending on your kind of, I guess, status within UCAS. Uh, So I think the first thing to point out to anyone who who has no experience of applying to university or, or applying through clearing is that you will need to have created a UCAS account to be able to apply through clearing or, or to be able to apply to university. So I think that's something that, that people should always bear in mind. If they're not aware of that, you, you need to have created a UCAS account before you can start approaching universities in, in any way to make an application. Uh, but providing you've done that, there's a, there's a couple of different ways that it works. So if you're an applicant who has applied through the main cycle, you know, you might have applied to five different universities back in November, December time. If it comes to results day, and unfortunately you you miss the conditions of your offer for both your firm and insurance choice, you'll find yourself now in clearing. You, you Unfortunately, you won't have a place at a university. You'll now find yourself in clearing uh, and you can essentially now approach other universities who still have course places available discuss the requirements with that university, see if you if you meet those requirements. And hopefully if you do, that university will be able to offer you a place through clearing on that course. So it's it's kind of the final chance within the admissions cycle to, to get a place at a university on your chosen course. It can also be used by applicants who have maybe had a change of heart. So throughout the main admissions cycle, they may never have intended to go to university or they may not have been thinking about it. It may come to July, August time, all their friends are talking about going to university and, and actually they think, you know, this this is right for me. I do want to go to university. So just because you've not applied in the main cycle, you can create a UCAS account later on and apply through clearing, like I say, to universities that still have course places available. Um, and it can also be used by applicants who, who have had a change of heart. They may have been really set on one university all the way through the process. They may have met the conditions of that university. And then at the last minute, they think, actually, you know, this isn't the right place for me. I, I want to get myself released from, from my place at this university and apply through clearing to, to other institutions. So it can be used in that way as well. So it um, can, be, can be used in various different ways, but it's, it's all about hopefully finding a place at the right university and on the right course for uh, for the applicant. Is this um, very easily accessible through the website then? So I guess everyone's applied on UCAS. Is, does it just pop up for them or do they have to go find it? Is it quite difficult? 
No, with with UCAS, when when creating an account, it's it's all very straightforward. The UCAS uh, web page and system is quite intuitive. So to actually register for an account and create an account, it, it's a simple process to do. Uh, there, again, it's worth pointing out to to anyone who's unaware that there is a small fee involved to make a UCAS application. Um, but once once you've got that all sorted and you've completed the application, you're in the UCAS system. So throughout clearing. You can then start approaching institutions and uh, and looking to make a clearing application. Again, I think for anyone who doesn't know, it's it's worth mentioning that to make a clearing application and be accepted by a university throughout clearing, you need to have already achieved your results. No conditional offers are made throughout clearing. A university will only be able to offer you a place if you've already achieved your you know your A level or equivalent level three results and and have already met the requirements of that university for the clearing courses that they have available. Okay, so um, this is something I hadn't actually heard of before I delved into this whole research, but there's something called Clearing Plus as part of UCAS. What is What does that involve? How simple is that? Yeah, that's a very simple tool that the UCAS have introduced relatively recently. So effectively, once, you re- once an applicant receives their results, if they then find themselves in clearing, so if they haven't met the conditions of their firm or insurance choice, and they're looking to, to find a place elsewhere through clearing, if they go onto their UCAS hub page, um, they'll see that they should now have a button that says C matches. And so Clearing Plus is effectively designed to match applicants who haven't found a place at university yet with courses that are going to be relevant to them and that they hopefully meet the requirements for as well. So UCAS will essentially use the information that you've provided in your initial application, take the the grades you've achieved, the previous courses you've applied for, and match that to universities who still have course places available and whose whose requirements you hopefully meet. So when you hit that see matches button, you should see up to 50 courses appear on the list that will hopefully be of interest to you and that you'll hopefully meet the requirements for as well. And if they are of interest, you can scroll through the list, doing a bit of research, seeing which ones that you're most interested in. And you should be able to then click a button to express an interest in that course and that university. And if Mm -hmm. you do that, that will then be registered by the university who can review your your UCAS profile and, and check that you do meet the requirements and everything for the course that you're interested in. And that university can then contact you to discuss making you an offer through clearing for, for the course that you've expressed an interest in. So it's, it's a nice, simple system, and it's designed to hopefully open up options to applicants who, who haven't found a place through the main cycle and give them courses to look at and institutions to think about straight away. Um, mm-hmm. So it should help you on, on your kind of clearing journey if you haven't found a place through the main cycle. What, what I would say is that at this time of year as well, universities are going to be extremely busy. So just expressing an interest via Clearing Plus when you click the See Matches button won't guarantee you a clearing offer. Hopefully, the university will be able to get back in touch with you and discuss it in more detail and make you an offer. But if you express an interest in, and you don't hear anything, don't be shy about picking up the phone and calling the university or, or sending an email and, and following up to try and get your clearing offer because universities will be happy to discuss your, your expression of interest with you and happy to see if they can get things moved along as quickly as possible for you. So do bear that in mind as well when, when using the Clearing Plus system. Okay, so that's I think that's something a lot of people needed to hear is that it's a proactive uh, process and there is no... There's there's nothing wrong with being uh, slightly overbearing and slightly pestering about it, um, but this is so this is something that the clearing plus thing it signs you up automatically that like you can just go straight into it. 
Absolutely, yeah. As long as you've got a UCAS account registered and you've you've re- uh, received your your grades already for the qualifications that you've studied, it should match you up straight away. If you find yourself in clearing with uh, with institutions that you, you and courses that you match with, um, so there shouldn't really be anything you need to do apart from clicking on that C matches button. Then all the information should appear with, as I say, up to fifty courses and institutions that you match with, and you can then scroll through, hopefully finding the ones that you're most interested in. Yeah, that's good. That sounds quite user friendly. Yeah, absolutely. So upon clearing, does this affect your student finance? I know this is something a lot of people may not have even considered. Yeah, it's it's definitely something to consider because a lot of uh, applicants, especially if they've applied in the main cycle, they will have been applying for their student finance at the same time. Uh, so if you find yourself in clearing, because maybe unfortunately you haven't met the uh, the requirements of your firm and insurance offer, if you find a new course at a new university and you're accepted through clearing, you do need to let student finance know as well. Uh, if you don't, there could be issues with you receiving your finance and it may take longer to unpick it and get it sorted. So once you've had a place confirmed through clearing at a different university, you want to you want to let student finance know as soon as possible. Yeah. Applicants should be able to do this just by logging into the student finance website and, and logging into their account. And there should be the facility to actually just notify student finance online that they're changing course and changing university. So it should be, again, a relatively straightforward uh, system for them to follow to do this. But if there is any issues or any any trouble doing that, again, my advice would be to call student finance or, or email them to make them aware just so that the applicant can get everything sorted as soon as possible and, and hopefully be as stress-free as possible as well. Yeah, that's a, it's a nice running theme of all this is that it seems to be trying to manage your stress levels and be as simple <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the nicest user face possible just so that there's no layering of stress, which is really nice to hear. It can be stressful enough as it is, so so you want to try and minimise that stress as much as possible, yeah. uh, and and follow the steps as easily as possible. I, I I think so. Well, we've we've kind of got through the the logical process of of it all, but um, I I suppose a lot of people might be looking for sort of advice and um, ways to approach clearing that's the right way, things to avoid, ways that people often go about things, which you're like, oh, please don't do that. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I think in, in terms of going about it in the right way, for, for each applicant is going to be different and a different experience. But what, what I would always advise applicants to do is if they think they're going to be using clearing is to really think about the courses or, or the institutions where they think they're going to be happy and they think they're they're going to enjoy their time. Because in most cases, applicants will be joining a course where they're going to be studying for a minimum of three years and you're often moving away from home for the first time you're moving to a different part of the country so it's not something that you want to rush into you want to make sure that you're you're going to be happy with the choice that you've made so when you receive a clearing offer you don't have to accept it straight away obviously if you are sure, you, you can accept it as soon as possible. But just because you receive a clearing offer, that doesn't mean that you're tied in to going to that university. You still have to have to accept that offer and, and commit to it. So I, I would really advise thinking about which courses you're going to be interested in, which universities you're going to be happy studying at, and uh, and doing a bit of research around that. And I'd always advise asking questions as well. When when we have A-level results day at Sussex, um, we'll have a clearing call centre that applicants will call into and we'll hopefully make them clearing offers over the phone. Just because you receive a clearing offer, 
don't don't think that that has to be the end of the conversation. The, the person on the end of the line will most likely be a, uh, a current Sussex staff member or, or potentially a, a Sussex student helper who's, who's helping out in the call centre. So they're going to have first-hand experience of being on the Sussex campus and, and being at the university. So they can give you a really good insight into university life. So I'd really advise asking questions as well to, to find out as much information as possible. Like I suppose a, a one big advice actually would be, would it be, would you say to, to go to lots and lots of open days? And I, I imagine people probably go to sort of two or three and go, yeah, that's it. That's, that's one of those will do. Yeah, of course. I, th- I think it's, it's a trick, it's a tricky one. It's about striking the right balance because yeah. as, as I mentioned briefly at the start, universities can close courses at any point throughout clearing once they're full. And if you receive an offer, but don't accept it for a certain amount of time or, or wait a week or two and then try to, to accept that offer. You may find if you've left it too long that the university has now shut their places. Most universities will only be able to guarantee a, a clearing offer for a certain amount of time. And if you don't accept it within that time frame, that offer will then lapse and you'll mm-hmm. need to call back to receive a new offer. So that's a good thing to look at when you initially receive your clearing offer as well, is to check how long the university has guaranteed that clearing offer for, because then you know exactly how much time you have to do your research and, and how much time you have to accept that offer before it potentially expires. Obviously, if it does expire, you might call back and the university will still be able to honour it because they're still open, but you run the risk that, that the court's places could have closed if you leave it too long. So bear that in mind as well when, when you receive a clearing offer. But yeah, if you do have the time and the opportunity to visit the university that you've got a clearing offer from, we'd always recommend doing that so you can get first-hand experience of seeing the campus and seeing the location. And again, really thinking about whether it's going to be a place that you'll be happy studying for the, you know, for a minimum of, of the next of three years. Um, and if you can see more than one one campus, if you're interested in, in more than one university, that's great because obviously you can compare and contrast. But um, as I say, it's, it's really about striking the balance and make sure you don't leave it too long to make a decision because you could find that the offer then expires or courts places close and uh, and you've left it too long. So it's it's a bit of a tricky balance sometimes to uh, to weigh up. So it's, it's, it's very clearly shown, is it, whether, whether there is a, a deadline or not? And is there always a deadline with those sort of things? <laughs> It should always be shown. So uh, speaking from from the University of Sussex's perspective, when we make an applicant a clearing offer, they'll automatically receive an email confirming that we've made them a clearing offer. It will provide them with a lot of info about other things at university, such as tuition fees, start dates, accommodation, everything like that. And it will also include a section that tells them how long they have to accept the offer. So that will always be included from, from the University of Sussex's side. So they should hopefully be able to see that very clearly when they receive their initial initial clearing offer email. Um, I imagine other institutions will do something in, in a very similar way. Uh, and if you're ever unsure about how long you have to accept an offer or, or, or any conditions that are included in any offer in, in terms of when you're able to accept, again, just ask the person on the phone or follow up with an email and, and try and clarify it as soon as possible for your peace of mind more than anything so you know exactly how, how long you have to accept the offer. I, I can only imagine having absolutely everything to worry about at this sort of stage when everything's all up in the air and you're worried about your future which should be quite nice just to have four or five unis that you might go for would you agree with that i think it's always i think it's always worth keeping other other options in mind because the best case scenario for for applicants who applied in the main cycle is that they'll meet the conditions of their firm choice university and they'll be placed at that university and they'll be happy to start there in september and then they don't have anything to worry about 
But if you think you may be looking to go elsewhere through clearing or you once you've sat your exams, if you're slightly anxious about the grades you're going to achieve because maybe you feel one exam may not have gone as, as, as well as you'd have liked it to, there's no harm in doing a bit of research and, and having a couple of ideas in mind as to where you think you might like to approach should you find yourself looking to find a place through clearing. So in, in terms of, of doing a bit of research and keeping your options open, there's there's no harm in, in doing that at all because you're just keeping those ideas in mind should it turn out that you do need to use clearing to find a place. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's always a good idea to, to kind of keep your options open and, and keep an open mind at this time of year. Are there any myths surrounding clearing that you want to debunk on this platform? I think the main myth to try to debunk, and, and this myth has, has been been reducing kind of year on year, is that clearing is in some way a bad way to enter university or, or the wrong way to enter a university. I think in previous years, there's always been a bit of a stigma attached to it. And, and people have felt that if they uh, apply to a university or join a university through clearing, that that's not as valid as someone who's found their place through through the main application cycle. And and that's just not true at all. The, the place that you get through clearing at a university is just as valid as, as someone who's found their place by getting accepted by their firm institution or, or however they may have found their place. Uh, this, you know, the degree certificate that you come out with at the end of your, your three years or however long your study is won't say that you found your place through clearing. Employers won't ask or care how you found your place at university as long as you've got a good degree and, and studied a subject and come out with a good result that they're interested in. That will be all that they care about. So if you find a place through clearing, no one will ask you when you join university how you came about your place. Chances are you'll forget after a week or two how you came about getting your place. Uh, and so I, I think that's the main thing I, I try to debunk is, is that using clearing as, as a way to find a place through universities is in any way the wrong way to go about it because it's, it's not at all. The main thing is that you find a place at university that you're happy with on a course that you're happy with. Uh, and the way you came about that place is, is then irrelevant. Um, as soon as you apply for clearing, how quickly is it all resolved? So if you look at it from A-level results day, so this year applicants will be able to contact student, uh, sorry, applicants will be able to contact universities uh, from Mo or at Sussex from 8am onwards. That's when our phone lines will open. So you can start receiving a clearing offer from the University of Sussex uh, from 8am onwards on, on the 18th of August. In terms of them being able to accept that offer, UCAS will only start allowing applicants to accept clearing offers. And, and to do that, you have to go onto your UCAS hub page and actually select the university in the course that you've been offered. And you can only do that from 3pm onwards on Thursday, the 18th of August. So in the morning, that's when you want to try and find your clearing place and speak to different universities, because you can, in theory, get as many clearing offers as you like and then pick the best one from 3pm onwards once your UCAS hub page opens back up for you to do so. And if you do that, from 3pm onwards, you'll select your, your university. If you select the University of Sussex because you've received a clearing offer from us, we'll then be notified that you've, you've done that. We'll then work through all the clearing acceptances on our system and, and send an email out, ideally the same day, but if not the next day, confirming that you're now confirmed as a student at Sussex. You'll receive an email again telling you all about what the start of term will look like, what the registration will, process will look like and, and things of that nature. So from A-level results day onwards, it should actually be a very, very quick process and a quick turnaround from the point that you actually make a clearing application to accepting that clearing place to hearing back from the university that you're expected as a student. So it should all be a very quick turnaround at that time of the year. And 
with clearing opening on the 5th of July for um, for other students or other applicants who, who have their qualifications already, the process can be exactly the same. If, if you're applying to a university with your results already, the university has everything that it needs to make a decision and offer you a place through clearing. You'll receive that clearing offer very quickly. You can accept it as soon as you like from that point onwards and, uh, and, and get yourself confirmed as an expected student at that university. So it can be a very, very quick process from, from start to finish. Oh, that is that is reassuring. So is there anyone you would recommend contacting if they still had questions or they didn't quite understand what we'd covered? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a few different avenues that, that applicants can explore to, to get advice. So you can always call a university admissions team at the University of Sussex. We're happy to take calls and, and chat through the process if anyone's got any questions or, or is unclear of anything or, or unclear in any way of how the process works. Obviously, UCAS has a contact center that applicants can call as well if they're unsure of anything with regards to the UCAS side of things, and UCAS will be happy to explain the process to them. I think a really important one as well is always schools and colleges and speaking to teachers. You know, they'll also go through this process every year, so they'll have a good understanding of, of how the process works and what the ins and outs of it are. So always, if you're ever unsure, feel free to speak to teachers and student advisors or whoever it may be at your school or college that would be the best person to do so and uh, and, and get the information you need but i i think the important thing is if, if you're ever unsure of anything pick up the pick up the phone and call or email and whoever you're contacting whether that be the university whether that be ucas they'll be more than happy to to get back to you and, and answer your query as soon as possible great um well before you leave us forever is there anything <laughs> you feel like you you like to tell people you a piece of advice you'd like to give um that you want to say before you go i think the the main thing is just to try and stay as calm as possible it, it can be a very stressful day a very anxiety inducing time for, for students or applicants because they're worried about finding a place at university but you'll always have options open to you whether you find a place through clearing this year that's great whether you choose to go back and reset your a levels whether you choose to go off and do something uh, entirely different whatever it may be always try and remain as, as calm as possible because you do have options open to you if you don't find if you don't find that you've met the conditions of your firm place or your firm choice university it may feel incredibly dispiriting or stressful when you have to go through the clearing process or, or anything else but for the vast vast majority of people it will work out and you will find a place that you're happy with thanks a lot matthew you've been brilliant hopefully everyone's learned a lot if we are to take away the learning points from this episode, I'd say, well, number one, clearing is not exclusive to people who applied early on in that year. You can enter clearing upon receiving your grades regardless. The second thing is get everything done right away. Maximise your chances of getting a clearing place. Get on UCAS at 3pm. And the third thing is the, probably the most important thing, and that's do not panic. There are plenty of options. And while stakes may feel quite high, the process is simple and you may have your university place sorted that very day. But thank you for coming. Really appreciate you listening in. Hope you've learned something. If you do want to learn some more, because we've got plenty more content, please go on prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. But for now, it's goodbye and see you next episode.